From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, South Korean national football team advances to round of 16 in the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, beating Portugal 2-1. Korea will face Brazil next week. Investigators arrested formal National Security Advisor So Hoon on suspicions that he sought to cover up the 2020 shooting death of a South Korean citizen by North Korea. And massive rallies are held in Seoul and Busan as truckers continue to stage a nationwide strike over the minimum wage guarantees. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Emily Jennings. South Korea made it through to the round of 16 in the 2022 World Cup on Friday in Qatar with a stoppage time goal securing a victory over Portugal as well as the three points needed to clinch second place in the group. Team Korea was assisted by a win for Uruguay who kept Ghana at bay while not scoring enough to surpass Korea. The Taeguk Warriors will now face favourites Brazil in their first knockout stage match next week. Tom McCarthy brings us the details. South Korea advanced to the round of 16 in the 2022 Qatar World Cup with a 2-1 come-from-behind victory over Portugal in their third and final Group A match at Education City Stadium in Al Rayon on Friday, local time. Group leaders Portugal scored in the fifth minute, but Korea managed to respond 22 minutes later when an Lee Kang-in corner kick deflected off Portuguese captain Cristiano Ronaldo and fell to defender Kim Yong-won, who slotted it into the net. Both sides went in search of a breakthrough in the second half, but none came until the 91st minute when a Portugal corner was cleared to Team Korea's talisman, Son Heung-min, who sprinted up the pitch to the edge of Portugal's goal box. Surrounded by defenders, he slid a pinpoint pass into the path of substitute Hwang Hee-chan, whose low shot was out of reach for the Portuguese goalkeeper to put Korea up 2-1. It was still not over, however, with the results of the other Group H match happening simultaneously between Ghana and Uruguay having a direct impact on the group rankings. Uruguay struck twice in the first half to push Ghana to the last in the group, but the 2-0 scoreline was not enough for the South Americans to pass Korea on points, goal difference or goals for, delivering Korea to the round of 16 for the first time in 12 years. After the game, Korea captain Son said the team deserves to be praised, but they will soon push the reset button and start fresh again to produce another miracle. In the 2018 Russia World Cup, we did our best, but we couldn't achieve this kind of result. I'm very happy that we got the result this time, and I'm so proud of my teammates. The Tegu Warriors now turn their attention to preparations for their first knockout round match against five-time winners Brazil, who finished atop their group with two wins and one loss. In the match against the world-ranked number one side at Stadium 974 in Rasabu Abud on Monday, the South Koreans will be hoping that Brazil's underwhelming scoring rate will keep Team Korea in the match as they look to repeat the success of 20 years ago on home soil when Korea stunned footballing powerhouses to reach the semifinals and finish fourth. Tom McCarthy, KBS World Radio News.
South Koreans erupted in joy in the early hours of Saturday as the Taeguk Warriors clinched an exhilarating come-from-behind victory over Portugal in the final World Cup group match and advanced to the round of 16. Some 17,000 spectators gathered at Gwanghamun Square in downtown Seoul in freezing temperatures to cheer on South Korea. Even after defeating Portugal, fans had to wait for the outcome of the match between Ghana and Uruguay to see if they advanced to the round of 16. As the news of the knockout stage advance was confirmed, fans cried out in tears and hugged each other. Gwanghamun Square was cleaned up soon after the cheering event ended as citizens picked up their trash and headed home. Elsewhere in the capital region, some 1,200 gathered at the World Cup Stadium in Suwon and 300 at a soccer field in Incheon to watch the Portugal match together. All 16 teams advancing to the knockout stage in the Qatar World Cup have been determined. The round of 16 comprising eight matches will kick off at 12am Sunday Korea time at Khalifa International Stadium where the US faces the Netherlands. Argentina will then take on Australia, France will fight Poland, England will face Senegal and Japan goes up against Croatia. Then 28-ranked South Korea, runners-up in Group H, will face off world number one Brazil, the most likely winners of the tournament, at Stadium 974 in Doha at 10pm Monday local time or 4am Tuesday Korea time. Matches between Morocco and Spain and between Portugal and Switzerland are scheduled Wednesday. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. Former National Security Advisor Saul Hoon has been detained in connection with the previous government's handling of the 2020 shooting death of a South Korean fisheries official by North Korean soldiers. The warrant was issued Saturday ahead of the upcoming trial, with the Seoul Central District Court citing the gravity of the crime and possible evidence destruction in view of the suspect's status and ties with other figures. This marks the first arrest of a senior official of the previous Moon Jae-in administration. The former spy chief and national security adviser at the time of the incident is accused of deciding to conceal the North's killing of E. Dae-jun in 2020 and instructing government agencies to delete related intelligence during a minister's meeting held the day after his death. He is also suspected of ordering the Defence Ministry, the Intelligence Agency and the Coast Guard to fabricate reports to make it seem as if E defected to the North. An Umbrella Labour Union staged rallies Saturday afternoon in Seoul and Busan amid an ongoing strike by unionised cargo truck drivers. The labour protest by the Korean Federation of Trade Unions kicked off at 2pm outside the National Assembly in Seoul and at Busan, Newport. Truckers Nationwide began a general strike Thursday last week, hampering freight deliveries across the country as they demand an extension of minimum wage guarantees. The government will begin imposing penalties from Monday on striking cement truckers who fail to comply with the return-to-work order. 
The first non-compliance will result in suspended work for up to 30 days. If they don't comply for the second time, truckers will lose their licence. According to the Transport Ministry on Friday, a joint government team has completed on-site inspections at 201 cement transport companies to identify who are on strike. A second survey from Monday will seek to determine if transport operations have resumed. For those transport firms failing to do so, the ministry can notify local authorities to issue administrative measures such as a business suspension. As of Friday, the volume of cement shipments stood at 117,000 tonnes, 60% of normal levels. However, the figure is up by more than 500% from the 22,000 tonnes recorded Monday, a day before the return to work order was invoked. An oil tanker carrying South Korean sailors that was hijacked by pirates and then freed in waters off West Africa has safely arrived at Ivory Coast. According to Seoul's foreign ministry, the 4,000-ton tanker B Ocean detained by pirates some 370 kilometres south of Ivory Coast has been towed to the port of Abujan in the African nation early Saturday, nine days after the hijack. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Centre in Seoul. I'm Emily Jennings.